everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Morgan Gust, and this is That's All Pod. I hope you're happy to be here because I'm happy to be recording. I know I say that every week, but I truly am. I am posted up in my office. I have my feet up on my desk. I'm lounging in my chair. I'm very comfortable, and I cannot wait to sit and chat here with you. We've got a lot to talk about this week, and I just I can't wait to wait to chit chat with you for an hour you know it honestly is one of the best parts of my week I get like kind of not nervous but I'm like oh what am I gonna talk about you know what's the vibe gonna be and I kind of like get my head but then as soon as I sit down to record I'm like you know I am just sitting here chatting with my friends and it is a great time so you know gotta catch you up on my week tell you all about that and then I kind of want to talk about the trend cycle and just everything that is trendy and not trendy and everything that goes into that and I've been having a lot of thoughts on it so I'm going to get into that later but as for life updates um I'm getting a massage tomorrow so I guess I'll have to tell you about that next week but I am so excited because I have been wanting massage for so fucking long and I keep putting it off putting it off I'm like I don't want to spend the money but finally finally in the era where I'm trying to save money I decide that it's time to spend $100 on getting a massage. But I feel like it'll ultimately be worth it because I'm constantly in pain and constantly sore. So I just feel like that pays off, you know? I feel like that money's worth spending. And even if it is, should I? I don't know, but I'm gonna. So tomorrow I have a massage in the morning and then right after that I have therapy. So I feel like that back-to-back is just... It's going to set me up for success because the massage, I'm going to get so relaxed. I'm going to be, be all sleepy and it's going to like open up my pores and my brain and my soul. going to get me all open and then I'm going to go to therapy and then I'm going to spill my guts and talk about all these really deep things in therapy. So I feel like I'm really setting myself up for success there. So excited for that. I'll have to keep you guys updated on that front. Um, but I'm like, you know... $90 for 90 minutes. I feel like there's probably way better deals out there, but that seemed good. So I booked it. And then you could add a salt scrub for $10. And I was like, well, if I'm spending 90, what's spending 100? And then I have to tip. So I'm spending 100. What's spending 115? And sorry to anyone if 15 is not a good enough tip. That's what I did. Uh, and that's all I have to say about that. Um, another news, I saw a concert last week, went to a concert, I saw Flatland Calvary, and it was so good. I saw them for the first time last February, actually. My old roommate put me on to them, and we saw them local, we saw them in GR, and then this time I went to Royal Oak and saw it with my friend, and they were so good. Only thing is, let's talk about concert etiquette for a second because I did not grow up as a concert goer I grew up the nearest concert for me probably would have been at least two hours away any concert so I and I just like wasn't a music gal growing up the only concerts I saw let me tell you the only concerts I saw were my first ever was Black Eyed Peas in Central Park in New York City random as fuck I know but my aunt had tickets and she lives in New York City. And she's like, I'll fly you and your sister out. Do you guys want to go? We're like, fuck it. I don't even know any songs about the Black Eyed Peas. But sure. So saw so the Black Eyed Peas. I was probably, what, like 10 or something. Barely even remember it. Just know that it was my first concert. And then after that, I think my only other concerts were like, 
Oh, <laughs> when I was like probably 14, I saw, oh, what's it called? American Idol top 10 world tour, world tour, top 10 tour. I saw them and I was obsessed with American Idol at the time. And then I remember I saw one of the girls. Oh my God, what was her name? I cannot, I do not remember her name. All I know is that, hold on, let me look. Damn, I cannot remember. Anyway, I saw her brother and I was like, oh my God, can I take a selfie with you? And it was like my background on my fo- on my iPod or my phone, whatever I had at the time. It was definitely my background for a while because I thought it was so fucking cool. Um, so yeah, those are the extent of the concerts I think I saw growing up. I literally don't think I even saw anything else. I really think that was it. And so it's been the last like year that I've been getting into concerts. And last year I saw, saw Noah Khan twice. I saw... Zach Bryan, Renee Rapp, Flatline Calvary, and I think the Head and the Heart. I think that's was all in 2023. And now this year I have even more concerts coming up. And so I just saw first of the year was Flatline Calvary. And then I have Dylan Gossett coming up. I'm hopefully going to see Charles Wesley Godwin. I'm not seeing Noah this year, which is really depressing currently, at least. Um, and then I'm seeing Zach Bryan. I think that's all I have lined up so far for the year, but we'll see what else I get going on. So anyway, like I said, I'm new to concerts. I'm new, but I feel like concert etiquette is pretty obvious. I feel like it's something that if you have a little bit of brain cell, if you have even just like one working brain cell and just like the teeniest sprinkle of common sense, you could probably understand how to be at a concert but apparently there's a lot of people that don't have either of those um and are very much lacking in the common sense and brain cell department so i feel like a couple of the concerts recently it doesn't help that one of the first concerts like i saw flatland last year that was like the first concert of the year and then i saw and then i saw noah khan so noah was like my second concert last year and he just like set the standard mostly because he's literally probably my favorite artist of all time and I just know all of his songs. And so it was just the most like incredible experience ever. And then I saw him at Red Rocks. It's like, oh my God, drop dead. It was just over the top amazing. And so I feel like subconsciously I've just been comparing every single concert experience to Noah Khan. And I like can't do that to myself. And so anyway, it just is like the almost like these like cheaper, like smaller venue concerts I've been going to recently. Just the people there. I don't know if it's just because they're cheap tickets and they're super accessible but the people there are just fucking dumb. And I'm like so over it. We saw Head in the Heart in November. And like the girls around us. I try to be a girl's girl. Don't get me wrong. But they were obnoxious. And it's like bro. People are here to see artists that like they love. Probably mean a lot to them. And obviously sometimes you are just at a concert. Just because your friend wants you to go. And it's just fun. And I love the I like the Head in the Heart. I know like a handful of their songs. But I'm not like diehard fan like my friend was. And so obviously I'm more so there for her and just for the concert experience I'm not obsessed with them but you're still at a concert and any concert like any live music to me is so good I don't have to like any band any I just love live music it's just the atmosphere of that and people that don't respect that atmosphere and like have any sort of etiquette just drive me fucking crazy so long story short saw Flatline Calvary this week and the people were pretty good but it's still just like he's like singing like a ballad by himself like acoustic the band is off the stage like it's super quiet and there's people just talking like loudly and I'm like I just don't get it I don't get it 
you're at a concert you paid money to be here and then people are just it's also a country concert i feel like there's just a lot of like fucking redneck ass republicans drunk as fuck and if you take offense to that i'm sorry but just being so chaotic and loud and annoying and i'm like guys just pay attention or if you're not gonna pay attention just shut the fuck up like don't pay attention but do it quietly i don't know it drives me insane so if you're ever that dick at a concert do better don't do that sorry i'm checking my phone because i posted this thing on facebook marketplace do you guys ever do this you post something on facebook marketplace and it's like a 10 15 item it's this is just like a shelf like this like metal whatever shelf that i just like threw up there for 15 dollars. got it off facebook marketplace last year for 10 dollars. doesn't really fit the vibe anymore i was gonna try and find a use for it but i was just like whatever i'm just gonna throw it up on facebook marketplace i have gotten since last night when i posted it I have gotten literally like 25, 30 messages, maybe more than that. And then I'm like, well, I don't feel like answering all these. So I tried to just answer the first two and be like, hey, you're the first in line. Hey, you're the second in line. Like, let me know if you can pick it up today. And then the five, I've now messaged five people back. And I'm like, if you can pick it up today, it's yours. I like literally don't even care about first come, first serve. I just want it gone. But I'm like, if you're going to message me, then answer me. Because now I'm like, again, all five of these people have new answers. So I'm about to go on to the next person and be like, hey, if you can come get it tonight, it's yours. Because I don't want to be dealing with these messages all day. It's just so annoying. And on that topic, I another guy, I was selling these like old men's cowboy boots. I honestly, I don't know where they came from. Maybe they're my brothers. They've just like been in all my like thrifting resale stuff for like years. And I finally put them on Facebook Marketplace and I was like, I listed them for 85. And this guy was like, hey, would you take 75? I was like, yes, you can pick them up today. And I was like, I'll, he's like, yeah, I can get them. Um, I'll be out of work at four and I can swing by. I was like, perfect. I'm going to leave him in a bag on my porch. I sent him a picture of the porch, sent him my address. And I was like, just let me know um, if you want to do Venmo or cash. And then I left for the night. And then the next day I texted my roommate. And I was like, hey, did you ever pick those up? And he was like, no. She was like, no. So I texted him and I was like, hey, did you ever grab those? Never answered me. And I was like, so then I asked him again later. And I was like, hey, do you still want them? Just wondering if I should go to the next person there is no fucking next person I just wanted 75 fucking dollars and then this bitch never even answers me and I'm like I just don't understand just have some sort of courtesy for other fucking people just give me a quick answer no because I like put them out on my porch for you so if you don't want them that's fine but I already went through all that work so now now you're annoying I just don't understand why you can't just be like hey sorry I actually don't want them especially when you say I'm picking them up today at four just so fucking stupid but i'm trying to sell some stuff make a little bit of money get rid of some bullshit because both Haley and i finally finished moving out of our houses completely this week because our leases are up on the first and that would be today that this episode goes out so we better be moved out of our houses completely but we've just been procrastinating and both of us are just a little bit of hoarders we have so much shit like i was like oh my god Haley, how do you how do you have so much shit and then i look at my stuff i'm like She's like, how do you have so much shit? And I'm like, I don't know. So, yeah, we got a lot going on. Um, and I am annoyed with people. I think that's the moral of the story. I think that people are the problem. And I just do my best. I'm out here doing my best. And maybe they are too. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But seriously, get your shit together. <laughs> that, my friends, is a segue. That is a segue right there into what we need to talk about next. And that is... <laughs> prepare yourself okay and just know that I tell you this because I love you I tell you this because 
I trust you. I trust you with my deepest thoughts. I trust you. I feel like we're just chit-chatting on the phone. I feel like I'm just talking to a friend and I want you to know that that's how I feel about you guys. You mean a lot to me. And that's why I trust you with this very, very, very vulnerable information. And that is that I shit myself this week. And before you go freaking out, let me just, let me, let me give you a backstory to understand how we got here, why this happened, and how I will make sure that it never happens again. So first of all, I feel like I have, I know multiple people in my life that have shit themselves. I feel like actually most people have shit themselves at some point. And it's never, it's never fault of their own. There's always some sort of outside circumstance that causes you to shit yourself. I personally had never shit myself before this instance. I'd always wondered, I don't understand how people shart. I don't understand how people shit their pants because it's just like, you know, it's coming. I've never had an instance that I didn't know was coming. Like if I'm like, oh, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I just know and I go. But the fact that that people just don't know just has always boggled my mind. I'm like, you just know. So more backstory we know you guys know I have PCOS been taking medication since August and the biggest side effect of said medication why I was scared to start it because everybody said you're gonna shit your pants you're gonna get diarrhea it goes right through you it's like wrecks your guts it's horrible on your stomach you're nauseous blah blah blah. so I was like fully prepared when I started taking this made sure that I did it during a week where I didn't have much going on and ended up that I never I got a little nauseous got a little stomach ache but I never felt like I needed to run to the bathroom and shit my pants. And so I've been taking this medication literally since beginning of September, end of August. Must have been like beginning of September. And so I've been taking it for a few months now and I've never really had an issue. And my doctor had talked about, she's like, if you want to up your medication, do two pills a day rather than one, we can talk about it. I was like, yeah, like I'm honestly fine with one right now. I finally got past like the nausea stage of it it doesn't really make me nauseous anymore sometimes it would give me like a raging stomach ache it only does once in a while now I'm like honestly I'm good with one pill we'll just stick with that and I used to always take it at night because everyone was like scared me that yeah I was gonna get so nauseous and so I'd always take it at night so then by the morning like I would find but honestly it was doing the opposite because it's like extended release pills so I'd take it at night and then it wouldn't really kick in until the morning so I feel like I was always nauseous in the morning. So a couple, like a month or so ago, I switched to taking it. Maybe like two months ago now. I switched to taking it in the morning. So I usually take it in the morning with my breakfast. Whether that's like 10 a.m., noon, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., I don't know. Whenever the fuck I eat my breakfast, I take my pills. I am sometimes forgetful about taking them, but I'm usually on top of it. I usually remember at some point. Well, the other day was today. I'm re- recording this on Monday, and this happened on Friday. So... On Thursday night, I realized that I never took my pill on Thursday. And so I was like, God damn it. And normally if I miss a pill in the morning, I'll just skip it because I'm like, I usually won't remember. If I don't, if I don't remember by the afternoon and I like remember that night, I'll just skip it because I'm like, oh, I want to stay on track for taking it in the morning. If I take it tonight, that's going to like fuck me up. Then I'll be like, and I'll not want to take it too close together in the morning. But I was like, you know what? This doesn't bother me anymore. Like. I'm just going to take it tonight. And it was like 10 p.m. And that, my friends, is where the mistake started. But I didn't know all this at the time, okay? So I take the pill that night. I wake up. I eat breakfast. I take my next pill at probably like 9 a.m. So I took them within 12 hours of each other. And these are like 24-hour pills. So 
Just keep that in mind. So that afternoon, Haley and I were moving a bunch of shit from her house and I like kind of started to get a stomachache because normally if, if my pills do give me a stomachache since they're extended release tablets, they don't kick in for like a little while. And so I'm like, dude, I got to I'm just going to sit at home and work like you can keep moving your stuff. I'm, I got to sit here and get some get some shit done. So I'm sitting on the couch and Haley goes to her uh, old house, get another load. And as she's like walking back in the door, she's been gone for like an hour. She's like walking back in the door. I felt a fart. I felt a little gas. And so I'm sitting on the couch and I went to go, you know, just like let it, let it out. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, that felt hot. Like that felt, that felt off. And I look up at Haley and I'm like, dude, I, what if I did, I think I just shit my pants. And I was joking. I was fully joking. I just was like, I just need to go to the bathroom. Like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Because I'm like, oh, I. this is how, where I didn't understand how people ever shit their pants. Because I'm like, oh, you can tell that you are you need to shit. So just go. So I was like, I, I got to go to the bathroom. Holy shit. And so I like jump up and go to the bathroom. And I get to the bathroom. And I did, in fact, shart. I did. I did. I really did. And it was more than just gas. It was it was more than gas. And I started laughing hysterically in our bathroom. We have like a Jack and Jill bathroom. So our bedrooms both go into our bathroom. And I'm so she's like in her bedroom. I'm just laughing hysterically. And she was like, she's like, did you did you actually shit your pants? And I just I can't stop laughing. She's like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. And I'm like, unfortunately, there is a way. And unfortunately, it did just happen to me. And I just like can't. I'm like, how did this happen? I don't understand. I don't understand. And when I tell you when I was on. I I'm getting graphic guys I'm sorry but it was it was just liquid like what came out of me should not be okay it should not be legal and I was like what in the fuck is happening and then at that point I'm like I just need to shower like I just feel disgusting I do laundry so I immediately shower I start a load of laundry I wash the I'm just flabbergasted I'm like there's no fucking way I don't understand how this happened and at this point, I still hadn't recognized the fact that I took my pills too close together. So then I'm trying to think of everything I ate. And Haley's like, well, you had two coffees. And I don't really drink a ton of coffee. And if I do, it's usually decaf. But the thing is, I had one, a single espresso shot, because I just got an espresso machine, a single espresso shot. And then I made another coffee later. But I only drank half of it. So I'm like, that's no different than having like a double shot latte. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think that's it. And then I was like, oh, my God, was it my chicken? Because I cooked this whole chicken. This must have happened on s Saturday, actually. This definitely happened on Saturday because Friday night I was home alone and I cooked a whole chicken for myself. Because what else do you do when you're home alone on Friday other than cook a whole chicken? And I ate the chicken Friday night and then we ate the chicken on Saturday. And I'm like, there's no fucking way it was the chicken. Because I'm like, nothing was wrong with the chicken and Haley ate the chicken and I've eaten the chicken twice I'm like and that was the best chicken I've ever eaten it can't be the chicken and Haley was just convinced it was the coffee I'm like dude I don't know so then this was happened at like 3 p.m on Saturday and I proceeded to sit on the couch lay on the couch until I went to bed at like 9 or 10 and I was still sick like I my stomach hurt so so bad I felt like shit I was like what is going on and finally it was at that point when I realized holy shit I took my meds the night before and the next morning and that, my friends, is just too close together. So this was a learning experience in many ways. I now know that I will not be upping my meds. I will not be taking two meds 
that close together because she was my doctor was saying some people take them in the morning take one at night and one in the morning well that is exactly what i did and that what my friend was the worst day of my life that is so dramatic it was not the worst day of my life even close but it was a bad bad day so i can now officially say i've joined the club of shitting my pants it is not something i'm proud of is not something i stand by but it's also something that i feel needed to happen for me to really just humble myself i always thought i don't understand how people do it and now i do so if you're part of this club welcome thank you for welcoming me if you're not don't judge your peers don't judge your friends if they do shit their pants because sometimes there is no choice there is no way you're gonna get around it your body just has to let it happen so that's my experience of the week um if we want to talk about our best and worst experience of the week that was probably my worst I do not have a best I have been slowly yet surely sinking into some seasonal depression I have been trying to ignore it, but um, yeah, I think it's it's coming on, but I'm going to Puerto Rico in about a week, so I will be in the sun. I'll be having a great time, so I think that we can, we can just forget about it. We can forget about the craziness and the sadness and the shitting our pantsness, and we can just remember that I will be seeing the sun soon, and the seasonal depression I am experiencing, we will make disappear. That's what we got for life updates. Let's get into something a little more juicy. Not that anything would be juicier than what happened in my pants that day, but this is juicy in its own respect. I can't can't even take myself seriously. This is just ridiculous. I'm telling you this story as if it's like, like so serious, but in reality, I just shit my pants, guys. And I'm so- <laughs> sorry if you didn't want to hear every single juicy fucking detail about that, but you're going to hear it because that's what I do here. Anyway, the trend cycle. I'm fucking sick of it, you guys. I am sick of this shit. Did you hear? Did you hear what the latest thing is? Mob wife era. Clean girl aesthetic is out and now mob wife era is in. I am sick of this shit, you guys. Obviously, you guys know that I have a thrifting resale vintage business, um, and I've always been pretty, not to, not to plug myself here, but I have always been pretty into secondhand clothing, probably since I was end of high school, you know. Um, I think fast fashion can have its moments, but at the end of the day, it is horrible for the environment, it is horrible for people's pockets, like it is just so dumb, and no matter what nice place you like it's probably fast fashion like old navy target free people literally it doesn't just because it's more expensive doesn't mean it's not fast fashion so I've been very into just secondhand and more slow fashion and having a little bit more sustainable clothing and that is the absolute fucking opposite of what the trend cycle does the trend cycle so background on the trend cycle the trend cycle used to be a 20-year cycle like it used to be that Trends would repeat every 20 years. And that's why like 2000 stuff was coming back in 2020 because it's every 20 years. But now it's predict- like I was reading an article about it because I was trying to trying to you know, gain a little more knowledge on the trend cycle in general. But now instead of being a 20 year trend cycle, they predict it's more like a five or 10 year cycle. So that in itself, those are like big trends like 
I'm trying to think of like uh, like UGG boots. I mean, what they were trendy in actually don't 2010, and they're already back. So I that's probably what like 10 years. I actually could have these years so often if I do. I'm really sorry, but you get what I'm saying. Like the trend cycle is just speeding up and it's faster than ever. And now we have like hundreds of micro trends, all thanks to TikTok. Because back in in 2020 when TikTok took off is when the trend cycle started speeding up so rapidly and now we just have all these eras and all these trends and all these like micro trends that are constantly changing and normally like like i said it would take 20 years for the five stages to happen and the five stages are introduction rise peak decline and obsolescence what obsolescence yeah sorry obsolescence and now instead of taking 20 years that shit's taken five or ten years and now it's also it, those micro trends that shit's happening in like a week like you're introducing it it's rising it's peaking and then it's declining and then it's obsolete that's all happening within a week or two with some of these trends and it is just ridiculous like you've seen them with the fucking cowgirl copper cowboy red hair whatever i look copper cowgirl cock copper cowgirl co- co- <laughs> you know what i'm talking about the red hair but having a million different names for it. Then we have the clean girl aesthetic, which I feel like clean girl aesthetic has been going on for a while now. And now apparently clean girl aesthetic is out and my wife era is in. And I think it's so funny because I only heard about this because I saw a TikTok that was like, I can't believe that clean girl, I can't believe my wife era is replacing clean girl aesthetic. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I haven't even heard that. Where'd you get that from? And then all of a sudden my whole for you page is like saying how the mob wife era is, replacing clean girl and i'm like what the where is the shit even coming from where are these names even coming from where is this shit coming from and why is it all moving so fast because now it's like okay for the last year there's been all these girls trying to emulate the clean girl aesthetic and trying to be have their slick back hair and their gold hoops and be like elevated and blah 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 and all of a sudden that's out and cheetah print mob wife era big fur coats heeled boots like now that's in and they're supposed to scrap everything like they've been curating their closet for the last year to be clean girl aesthetic and now they're supposed to scrap the entire thing and change their whole wardrobe and their whole personality so fucking stupid so stupid you guys like it is one thing to hear a trend and like take pieces from it don't get me wrong i would have never in a thousand years slicked back my hair and thought that i looked good but then other girls are doing it and i'm like all right let me try it i'm not gonna do it often but i'll do it once in a while if my hair is dirty i still think i look hideous but i will try it um and I'm just like, I, we can't keep doing this because not only is it detrimental to our pockets because we're constantly buying other shit, but like our mental health. Are you kidding? Like that is not good to constantly be thinking that you have to drop everything about yourself and completely change it just because the trend cycle and TikTok and everybody told you to. Because the thing is, it doesn't fucking matter. It literally doesn't matter. And I like keep thinking about this because... I've been trying to do more on TikTok and, you know, keep going with my podcast and kind of build more of a personal brand and do a little bit more influencery things, which I like literally hate saying content creator things. Um, and I like feel myself feeling like I can't record because my space doesn't look perfect or I can't record because my lighting's not perfect or I can't record because, oh, I'm not like dress cute today. And I like haven't been making TikToks and like recording anything because I'm like, Oh, I don't like I just want to wear my sweats today. Why am I so worried about like this is what I look like in everyday life. Why am I so concerned? Like if I'm going out to the store looking like this, what's the fucking difference? Like why do I feel like I need to 
look a certain way and dress a certain way just to get people to like me because every time that somebody is like the people that I like on TikTok are the ones that are literally doing something different that are actually being themselves and not falling into whatever aesthetic we're supposed to be. I don't know. It just like really gets me thinking and it gets me all fired up because I am just so, so sick of the trend cycle. I also feel like I just have so many different vibes and I've like really tried to stop putting myself into a box with a certain aesthetic. Like some days I am dressed like the most girly bitch on this planet. I love to wear a little dress. I had my long blonde extensions, curl my hair, do my makeup, put on some cute little heels, whatever. Other days, I'm literally the most, like, grungy fucking Doc Martens and wearing all black and wearing a leather jacket. And then other days, I'm wearing fucking sweats and I look like shit. Or I'm wearing very, like, granola country vibes with my cowboy hat and all sorts of shit like that. Like, it never... I'm never dressed to the same exact aesthetic every day. And that's fine. I think there's a difference in finding your personal style and finding I think there's a difference between finding your personal style and matching yourself to a singular aesthetic because I think that I found my personal style pretty well at this point um I just love things to be comfy and oversized and cozy and casual like that's nine times out of ten what I'm going for again but then I have my days where like I want to feel a little more dressed up I want to try a little harder and that's fine too So I think you need to spend, all of us need to spend a little more time getting to know ourselves and getting to know, kind of like accepting who we are. I think it's really easy to not know what you want to wear, what you want to look like when you don't know yourself very well. And the more time you spend getting to know yourself, the easier it's going to make it to know what you want to wear and how you want to present yourself and how you want to be kind of perceived because that's a lot of like what dressing is, is not only what you feel good in, but like how do you want to be perceived I don't think you should necessarily be thinking about it like that now that I'm saying, (laughs) but you get what I'm saying. Like I'm wearing an outfit because it's comfy and it feels like it represents who I am. And if I'm meeting new people, those people are going to perceive who I am based on how I present myself. So I just confused myself, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I'm so, so tired of the trend cycle and I don't really know how to fix that other than the fact that I don't think there is a fix like with TikTok it's just constantly going to be changing but I think the thing is you need to understand and remind yourself that this does not matter like just because it says mob wife era is in doesn't mean you need to go change your entire fucking wardrobe like that is so so stupid and such a waste of your time and such a waste of your energy and your money and it's just so dumb like remember coastal grandmother now there's like eclectic grandpa which i saw somebody call it electric grandpa which i thought was so funny because a little bit of dyslexia happening there but cottage core like there's so many of these aesthetics and i think that you can use those to kind of figure out what you like and kind of figure out what goes with your vibe because I mean I literally had a coastal cowgirl garden party themed birthday dinner or birthday brunch like I took the trend but it wasn't like that was like for the day you know I was like coastal cowgirl garden party whatever and I loved it but like I wasn't making I wasn't changing my entire wardrobe my entire personality just to fit that 
for the like the entire summer you know what i'm saying i don't know i just want you guys to understand my main point and that is that your personality and your looks and the way that you dress and the way that you act does not need to be based on whatever the fuck trend is trending on tiktok like spend time getting to know yourself and know what you like and who you want to be and how you want to be perceived and how you want to present yourself and work on curating that rather than just following whatever fucking trend is going on and don't get me wrong i love i love to follow some trends i think it's fun there's a reason things are popular but at the same time if the trend is telling you that the thing that you just spend a ton of money on is all of a sudden not trendy anymore but you still love it that does not mean you need to get rid of it because i feel like it's just such a waste of money it's so just detrimental to your thoughts too because then it's like oh fuck like I just have to stay up to date with everything. But the problem is that these cycles, these trends are just moving so, so quickly. You don't even have time to enjoy what you bought, especially I feel like I'm usually late to trends. And so it's like, oh, Uggs have been in for two years now. And I'm like, oh, should I buy them? Thought about buying them this year. I'm like, man, if I buy them, it's literally just because I want to like stay on trend. And by the time that I buy them, they're literally going to be out of uh, like not trendy anymore by next year. I've already seen things about how like the Boston clogs are already getting becoming like less trendy. And I'm like, I literally don't give a flying fuck because those are my most favorite fucking shoe. I wear them all the time, no matter the season. They're so comfortable. I think they're so cute. They go with all of my outfits. And I'm like, I don't care if they're not trendy anymore because I think they're so, so cute. I think it also reminds you to focus less on these trends and focus more on building a more sustainable wardrobe or not, it's not, the problem is like these trends aren't even just wardrobe like it's literally like personality like you're supposed to be this clean girl with your shit together and then all of a sudden now you're supposed to be some kind of not dirty but just like like I've literally seen rat girl aesthetic like there's so many of these stupid fucking aesthetics that you're supposed to meet and at the end of the day if you're not them you can you can have all the resources in the world and you can try all these things to fit that aesthetic but if that's not who you are it's never going to maintain like I feel like for the last few years, I've really been working. I'm like a naturally super messy person. I'm naturally very disorganized. I'm very messy. But like with owning a business and wanting to like be a more healthy person, like mentally and physically, I feel like I've been spending a lot more time the last like two years, even like two, three years. I don't know. on just like get, getting my shit together a little bit more, becoming a lot more put together. Because if it were up to me, like I would never fucking clean. I don't want to do that. Like... I hate cleaning like I hate doing that shit but I've like I've tr almost like trained myself into enjoying it or finding ways to enjoy it or like staying up on it and now I have like pretty good routines where like at night I'll make sure to pick everything up before the next morning so I can start the morning off better and like that stuff doesn't come naturally to me but I've been kind of training myself to do so and I think there's a difference there where like I am striving to just like be a better person and like be just a more productive person but I'm not trying to completely change my personality like I know at the end of the day I'm still gonna leave every single fucking cupboard open open when I use it I'm going to leave the trash can lid open I'm gonna leave the lid of the toilet open I'm probably gonna leave my closet kind of messy my desk area is gonna be messy like there are some things where like I cannot completely change who I am and I need to accept that I'm not the most perfect put together clean person like I'm trying to do my nails I'm just I just don't think I'm a nail girly like I'm not gonna stay up on that stuff I don't stay up on everything I don't know like 
I think I can be striving to be a little bit more put together and like change parts of myself, but not like who I am as a person, if that makes sense. So I don't know. I feel like that's all I have. Just spend a little more time thinking about yourself and who you are and what you want rather than whatever the fuck TikTok is telling you you should want and you should be and the kind of person you should be and how you should do your makeup and how you should do your hair and blah, 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 blah. I have faith in you that you can find your own things that you love and stick to them. And just because the stupid little trend cycle told you that it's not trendy anymore doesn't mean you can't use it or wear it or have it. Okay. Anyway, this is a little bit shorter episode this week. Normally, I feel like we're at a full hour, but we're only at 40 minutes. But rather than just bore you with uh, continuing this conversation that is most clearly kind of over, I'm going to let you guys go. Um, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I still have my hats for sale, some merch. If you want to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, it means the world to me. Makes me love you even more than I already do. And then you can leave a five-star rating on Spotify because having ratings everywhere and everything is how I keep the podcast going and find new listeners and all that good stuff. So I love you guys. I cannot wait to chat with you next week. That's all. Bye.